Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's why it's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. So discover the most popular same game parlays each day, right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so that they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against the Lots, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Yes. Joining me, as always, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hello, Sal. <laughs> what's going on buddy well what's going on is it's the parlay kids 52nd birthday oh, yeah. happy birthday parlay kid and we oh, are celebrating it buddy oh with harry yeah. providing us with one of the shittiest internet connections um we've ever come across uh no no it'll all come out in the auto it'll, it'll sound fine happy birthday parlay kid 52 this is a big one huh 52. Uh, yeah, is this the big one? Is this like, is yeah, it no, the this big is one? Because it. it's is is it the be last careful. one. This is what this is it. <laughs> 52. Yeah, you know, so I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not a real birthday guy. I, you know, to me, it's, uh, you know, I don't like the attention. I, um, <laughs> I, 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 Too bad. I, I think it's just, you know, I just said, uh, you know, any, it's any other day to me, Sal. It's business as usual. I gotcha. All right. Well, here's who you yeah. share a birthday with. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> now, our friend Alec has oh, a major, nice. major crust. Uh, like, almost like a stalking uh, situation now. With <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's I, ridiculous. Did you know with you that and guy. Reese had the same birthday? Um, you might be I, I, the same I think I, age, actually. Well, how old is Reese? Uh, no, she's got to be what? Well, she's what, she's my age, younger. She looks a lot better than she's me. What, I'd say she's 40. Oh, shit. 40 yeah, sorry, Reese. All right. She's a... Uh, She's 46. Good, good guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's 46. All right. Nice. So I have par- yeah, Parley Kid, you have six years on Reese. Uh, who else do I celebrate my birthday with? William Is there somebody Shatner. Else? He's older than he's you. He's 90-something. Jeez. Yes. William that, Shatner. That's incredible. Good for him. J.J. Watt, uh, Dave Portnoy. There you go. And uh, <laughs> and the late uh, the late Shoddy Lowe. Sorry, Shoddy Lowe. Rest in peace. So there you go. Oh, uh, man. 52. Nice. All, nice. I'm trying to get the best 52s. Dexter Coakley for the Cowboys. Oh. Connor Williams right oh. now, right? Um, CC Sabathia well, is a favorite of yours, right? Yankees. Mm. Khalil Mack. What other Yankees? Yeah. Girardi wore 52. Otis Nick. I don't even remember Otis Nixon as a Yankee. Um, Otis. Ray, yeah, yeah. No, he was a Yankee Ray, briefly. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ray Lewis. Joel just put that up, but Ray Here's Lewis. It. Yeah. Ray Lewis. Yes, of course. <laughs> nice. I'm, trying, I'm looking at his like uh, favorite teams. Oh, Pete and nice. Pete Incavilia was a Yankee at 52. Oh, Don Zimmer wore 52. And Doyle Alexander. Nice. All right. But nice. See, Parley Kid, we've already made too much of a deal of your birthday. <laughs> we should make a deal at our uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade prop culture for March. It's basically an Oscar pool. You fill out. There you go. You get a big prize if you win. Uh, you know, best supporting actor. You know how to do it. Best supporting actress. I don't. How do you uh, do best it? Best picture. Yeah, Brother Bride, <laughs> get in there. Win yourself a gold cap. 
Well, let's get a head start here, Brother Bry. Mm. Who was the last celebrity shown in the In Memoriam montage? Is it going to be William Hurt, <laughs> Ed Asner, Betty White, Sidney Poitier, Meatloaf? Mm. Questions like that. Mm. You got to think long and hard. Don't, good, don't answer now. That's a good one. I mean, it should, yeah, it should not be Meatloaf. Should Probably be. shouldn't be Meatloaf unless they're <laughs> looking for like a little comical uh, angle mm. at the end. Anyway, uh, there's that. There is our NCAA pool. First place gets you $1,000. Last place amongst the staff make, means you have to dip into the cap of consequences. Poor Megan Galley. Mm. She's about to have this kid. She has three of her four Final Four teams eliminated. She's 39 months pregnant. And if she loses on April 4th or whenever, uh, I think April 4th is the final game, I think she's going to have to have a visitor in the delivery room. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be George Clooney, VR. Let's just put it that way. I've already asked her how many people allowed in the delivery room and uh, if they all have to be clothed. And she's going to get back to me on that. But anyway, <laughs> we are going to go over the four Thursday games. And then yep. Friday, we'll go over the uh, four Friday games, Friday morning. And then, uh, as uh, Brother Bry points out, we could actually do a couple of the Saturday games. The winners of these uh, Thursday games will match up. Starting off, Gonzaga, nine and a half point favorite, 155 and a half versus Arkansas. I should point out, I think I read this on action, the number one seeds have a better record against the spread in these March Madness games this second, I'm sorry, the third round, uh, 17, 13, and one. It's slight, but 56% yeah. cover rate. Uh, the average spread is usually five and a half. This is nine and a half. That's a lot of points. Um, I think Arkansas did get blown out in the SEC tournament, but they've only gotten blown out. Only double-digit loss was that one. It's the first one since December 29th. Um, they've had some close calls. They're not shooting well, Arkansas. They're kind of lucky to be where they are. I have them a uh, little right. money on them. at 65 to one to win the tournament. Jalen Williams. J.D. Note, 18 and 17 uh, last game for Note, uh, despite shooting poorly. I, I, I kind of think they're the team that's lucky to be there. They're going to keep it close. You look at Gonzaga, if not for a monster second half from Drew Timmy, I think he scored like he 21 awesome. to 25 in the second half. You know, muscle. it's, it's a pretty, pretty obvious game plan here. Musselman's got to keep this in the 60s or the 70s It's to have a shot. Yeah. Gonzaga averages 88, so that's tough, but it's mostly against crap. I say 77, 71 parlay kid. Gonzaga wins. I think the nine yeah. is too steep. What do you like? Yeah, I like that, Sal. I mean, the Zags, um, we should mention, um, are 0-4 against the spread in their last four NCAA games. Mm -hmm. um, so they have not been a covering machine like maybe people think they are. Uh, and um, Arkansas in the last 20 is 14-5-1 against the spread. Arkansas won this game uh, the other day against New Mexico State, and they shot 27.5% yeah. from the field, and they still won that game. So they have yet to maybe even play their best ball, too. I like Musselman as a coach. I know last year um, some people, uh, you know, kind of um, came out and maybe didn't love Musselman so much right. uh, for whatever particular reasons. I think the guy's a good coach. He's got this Arkansas team always competitive. Uh, they play hard every game. Uh, I don't think Timmy has the type of game, uh, nearly the type of game he just had uh, where he carried his team. Yeah, how could uh, Holmgren he? Is, yeah. Holmgren is, in my book, a, a bit overrated uh, at this point of his career. I don't think he's able to really step up. If Timmy doesn't have the type of performance he had the other day, I don't think Hol Holmgren could step up uh, and, and take over. Uh, right. in his place. So I think Arkansas slows down Timmy. They keep this game close. They slow the pace down a little bit. 
They do generate a decent amount of turnovers to Arkansas to help in their favor. Uh, I think I think they cover this nine, Sal. I, I, I like this bet here. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, it was it was even right between Timmy and uh, and Holmgren. I remember asking Tate Frazier last week. I think they were plus both plus nine fifty before the tournament started for most outstanding. Now Timmy's yeah. favored overall favorite yes. plus five fifty. Holmgren plus eight fifty. Holmgren only had like eight, uh, nine points, I think, last yeah. game. So uh, all right, Harry, you're with us on Arkansas. I feel like it, it doesn't have a chance when we're all together like this. I know it's uh, not no, good. But good stuff, guys. You're right. I mean, probably kid, you're right, Darren. Uh, Zags 0-4, like you said, uh, against the spread 0-2 this tournament as well. Uh, they were only up two. and they Slow starters, just two points, it's leading by two points at half against yes. Georgia State, down 10 at the break against Memphis. And so you mentioned, if not for uh, a huge second half uh, for Timmy, they may have lost that game to Memphis. Uh, Jalen Williams has uh, got double-doubles in both games for True. the Hogs. J.D. Note, so you mentioned 18 points and 17 points, but he needs to play a complete game. That, that The last game against Vermont, he had he scored all seventeen points in the second half. In the SEC, they were capable of they were going on runs. They were fourteen and one on a fifteen game stretch in conference yeah. play. Again, I think this is again. Then they start. Arkansas is starting off in these these games very quickly, yeah. getting good leads, and then having to hold on at the end. Gonzaga, obviously, the reverse here. But I'm going to take, like I said, nine and a half points. I think it's too many. I'm going to take the hog. Yeah, it's not great that they're playing Gonzaga, but I kind of like a team like Musselman's team who underachieved, but got to this spot versus a team right. like that. I'll use St. Peter's as an example Was playing out of their minds and now has the break. I don't know. I just think the, the four or five day break works in Arkansas's favored. Uh, but right. obviously if this is a high scoring game, it's going to be all Zach's. All right, Brian, bail us out here. You don't go Arkansas. Just go take take a take the total here. Yeah, I'm taking the over 155. Is uh, one I think it's gone up a little bit over the last few days. Uh, I went mm-hmm. under on Gonzaga last week in their first matchup, but they really just play at such a fast pace and they get shots up so quick. You know, they force you to play at their speed. I feel like I know you're saying. Um, you know, maybe they'll get the upper 70s, but I feel like it's inevitable that they score in the 80s this team just yeah. because they get so many shots off. And and Arkansas, the, you know, Gonzaga's got over in three straight yeah. games. Arkansas was a good overplay all year. I mean, the fact they went way, way, way under in that last game, but they had they had gone over in their previous seven games. And some of those SEC games were actually pretty high yep. scoring. So Gonzaga's 12th in possessions per game. Arkansas is 32nd. So they both kind of play somewhat fast. I know... I know what you're saying. Arkansas True. definitely has to probably slow them down somewhat to win this game, but I just mm-hmm. get the feeling that this could this could be very high scoring. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at, oh, this is out. So we've uh, actually picked this game. We we showed mercy on Parlay Kid. We usually do um, Race to 10 Tuesday, but we thought it'd be more fun. Uh, you know, We're not going to do it on his birthday. We're going to do it Thursday, and we're going to target this game. This is a 709 Eastern yes. tip. Um, and we're going to do race to 10. Is it up there? But, oh, it's not race to 10 though. That's the problem with this, right, Bri? Yeah. The, race uh, to they don't 15, have, they don't, 15, they don't have it 15. up. They don't have it up yet, or I don't see it up yet, but typically uh, what I saw in the last couple of rounds, yeah, they have race to 15. All right. We'll race keep you updated. We'll play for somebody at home and we'll have a trivia question there. we got a couple of days to figure this out. Now, Harry, we got to, what do you think in Zaga would be with a race to 15, like minus 160? It's going to be pretty yeah. Pretty high, sure. right? You don't want to talk about 155. This? No, <laughs> yeah, no, 155. Yeah. yeah. Right there. All right. 155. All right. Well, we'll get it together. I, you know, I, we're all taking Arkansas with the points. That doesn't mean that they're going to score 15 points uh, first. We'll, we'll get it together and we're going to do race to 15 
on Thursday um, using this game. All right, the second game tips off 20 minutes after, I believe 729 Eastern Villanova, five-point favorite, 135 versus Michigan. Look, you want a coaching advantage? I take Jay Wright over Juwan Howard yep. every day. I mean, I yep. Juwan Howard, I get it. He does everything. He he punches, he hugs, whatever you want in a coach. But <laughs> I, I honestly, it's nothing against Juwan Howard. I take Jay Wright over everyone here. Um, yep. Most wins by 10 or more points in a tournament since 2016, Villanova, 15. Uh, since yeah. February 5th, they've been virtually unbeatable. They're 12 and 1, um, 73 points, 66 against. Justin Moore, 5-11 and 11 from three-point range. The team, 21 for 51, good enough from three in the first two games. And Colin Gillespie's a star. He just did that. What, what more can you say about him? 20 points in his last game. He's as in control of an offense as I've seen in this tournament really all year. Uh, and I just feel like this is, we talked about an inferior team has their momentum taken away with the four or five-day yeah. layoff. Hunter Dickinson, Eli Brooks have been very good. They cooled down a little. I don't know. This seems like one of those games where Michigan has nine points halfway through the first half. Uh, I'm going Nova 71-61, slightly under. Birthday boy, Parley Kid, you agree with me? I agree, Sal. Um, this Nova team, it's a veteran team. They got a veteran backcourt. They have a coach that has been there, done that, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've won their last five games, all big games, uh, by uh, eight points or more. Uh, well, an average of eight points, I should say. So they've exceeded this in big games. And like you said, this is a team, they shoot well, they play very good defense. There's very few weaknesses of this Nova team. And from the start, I just feel like they're a very focused, all-business team. Uh, Michigan, um, I don't think any team is content at this point. But I think Michigan has made their point. Um, uh, they, you know, they've yeah. had a nice run here, but I think it comes to an end here. Hunter Dickinson does scare me a bit uh, in this matchup. He's a very good player, uh, I, but I, I do think that Nova neutralizes him to the best of their ability. Tries to uh, they'll take him away as much as possible, and I think Nova wins this game pretty comfortably. Uh, you know, pulling away in the last ten or fifteen minutes, unlike their game against Ohio State where they let Ohio State hang around a little bit. I think they pull away here, Sal. Maybe, you know, they cover this comfortably. Yeah, I mean, you figure, like you said, they played Ohio State. Ohio State crawled back in. E.J. Liddell is a top-notch player. And uh, uh, top-notch stake, as far as I'm concerned, with E.J. Liddell. Came back, but, you know, they don't panic, this Villanova team, right? No, well, that's a veteran backcourt. It's a veteran, Gillespie, you know, Veteran backcourt, they know how to get to the free throw line. They knock their free throws down. Yep. Uh, they do all those little things very well. Uh, I think this, I, I I agree with you on this one. So well, they're totally my pick agree. to win Again. it all. Uh, Gillespie, yep. by the way, 21 to 1 for most outstanding player. You mentioned Ooh. Hunter Dickinson, 110 mm. to 1 if you think Michigan goes far. Mm. I mean, who, who, they, they'd have to win it. But Harry and Bry. Yes. Aaron brother Bry at odds with the odds with the over under here, which is one thirty five. All right, Harry, I'll let you make your case for the under. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the this is Michigan. Very impressive. They made uh, the Sweet Sixteen four years in a row, uh, four tournaments in a row. But Sal, you mentioned too, this might okay. be one of the fourteen losses in this Michigan team. This might be one of the situations where Nova just shuts them down, and like you said, with ten minutes ago, maybe has like <laughs> ten points. Um, Nova's defense has been suffocating. They've allowed sixty five points or less in six straight games. You know, Michigan's defense pretty good, too, in the tourney. They've held opponents to just six of 32 shooting from three-point range. 
Give me the under here. There you go. All right. You know, Harry also took the under and Wi-Fi connection. I, I, I make jokes, but it's going to sound <laughs> fine on the podcast because uh, yeah. Mikey Meatballs is an audio wizard. But all right, Brian, you're going to say you're going to say um, over. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I mean, I I didn't hear what Harry was saying, but I know what he was probably going to say. <laughs> um, you know, they are two of the slower teams. But, you know, the one thing about both these teams, both offenses are very efficient. I mean, I do think, you know, they might Villanova might have a little bit mm. of a trouble trouble with Dickinson in there. But Michigan's yeah. been very good on the overs. They've gone over in four straight, eight of their last 10. They continue, they, they, they continue to set their lines at like 135. Uh, mm-hmm. And they continue to get into about the 140s. Um, I know some of these um, Nova games, you know, haven't necessarily been high scoring, but uh, Michigan doesn't really have a great defense here. I know they've been playing better defense, but in general, they've given up a lot of points to some of those teams in the Big Ten. So I think Nova's going to knock down plenty of threes here. So I think it just goes over. But I will say I did like I did like Nova too minus five. I kind of want to mm. change it up, but maybe also look at Nova by. 11 plus because probably since parley kid got screwed the last time i think they're plus 220 at 11 plus those are fun those are fun fun to pick off fandle also on fandle sportsbook you can protect yourself against upsets this march with bracket parlay insurance oh my god harry we've been screaming about this for years and now here it is all customers get up to 25 dollars back each day if your parlay of three legs or more, that's no problem, falls one leg short. That is, I mean, that's my bio right there, right? I mean, I think that's on my tombstone right there. Yeah, parlay of three legs or more falls one short. Build your own parlay based on the teams playing today or Thursday or Friday or over the weekend. Parlay's great. And you turn a small bet into a big payday and with cash out, falls in your court and close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. And if you're new to FanDuel, just sign up with promo code against all odds. Then you can bet the bracket all tournament long. It's promo code against the odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's go to the later Thursday games. Texas Tech and Duke. My God, we discussed this uh, briefly yesterday. Texas Tech is a one-point favorite. It was one and a half. And mm. 137.5 is the over-under. And you look at Duke as an underdog in the Sweet 16. Then I'm thinking about it, and I look at the breakdown and the matchup, and I say, why is it only one? Maybe it should be more. I think we have to start treating Texas Tech as like an established playoff slash tournament team. 23 and 13 against the spread. No Coach Beard, but Coach Adams doing a really nice job. They have yeah. a winning culture there in Texas Tech. Not that rivals Dukes in that it's 40 years formed, but last four tournaments. Look at the wins. Texas Tech 11, Gonzaga, Michigan 12, Villanova 11. So they're right up there with the bigs. Just a clutch team. They finished off Notre Dame with a 10-1 run. Uh, I expect Bryson Williams to have a big game. I expect Duke to be Duke, uh, to look young and have like a 10-minute stretch where you're like, what the hell? How did they get this far? Uh, Thanks for the memories, Coach K. Final score, 78-68. Red Raiders. Now, we're all on the same side here. Good Lord, Parley Kid. How are we going to get by this? Jeez, we really are. And, you know, this isn't anything like we plan. I mean, so you just say, who do you guys like? I don't know who you like. It's It's... The way it is, so it's probably a terrible sign that we're all on most of these together. Um, but look, from the very, very start of, of this tournament and well before, uh, I know Harry and I have been on Texas Tech uh, all the way here. So we're not changing our minds now, that's for sure. Right. I just think this suffocating defense of Texas Tech, right? Defense wins championships. 
even in basketball, uh, that is the case. And I just think uh, they this defense can really exploit uh, a young Duke team, especially with some of their top players uh, really being their youngest uh, mm-hmm. players. And I just think uh, this is going to be an intensity uh, that they maybe haven't seen defensively. Uh, right. And it's a hungry team, Texas Tech. These Some of these kids have been there already. Uh, they definitely have a little bit more money. And Texas Tech, I mean, Duke is Duke, but Texas Tech has beaten a lot of good teams this year, especially in their own conference. Yeah, They're, they're battle-tested. They're ready. Um, I just think this defense uh, is probably the top defense in the country. Whether or not the numbers ex- exactly say that, this is the one team I would not want to play. Uh, let's ride with the Texas Tech Raiders here. Yeah, did you say you had them at thirty-five to one pre-tournament? Uh, is that about right? Thirty to one. 30 I had them at thirty to one. Harry got them at twenty-five to one. And so now they're fifteen to one. But I'm looking now. It's Bryson Williams forty-one to one for most outstanding player. There is mm. some value in some of these guys, you know. Well, the uh, the the only thing is, well, I think we do this every year, right? It's yeah. I think it's what do. the final it's, four MVP. Technically, like so, it's the last two games. It doesn't. Yeah, we, I we think have you're to right. Get Brian. a definitive answer on this really... between this and hockey <laughs> and, and baseball. Like baseball, the World Series MVP. I'm I'm pretty certain that it's um, for games played within only the World Series. Yeah, but everything right. else, I feel like it changes. Or it's like, yeah, you're right. You're right, though, Bry. I think. But it's, yeah, not that, but that right. changes. So. So these games don't count except for that your team needs to advance. Right, right. But you're right. It's from final four on. If you have Texas Tech, if you have Bryson Williams at 41 to one and Texas Tech survives the weekend, yeah, decent fun. shape with it's that ticket. Though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. All right. Uh, uh, Harry, we haven't heard from you yet. I mean, we're all on Texas Tech, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and this is the where the road comes to an end for the rat. Um Texas Tech senior forward, Kevin O'Banarat, tremendous on the glass, 26 boards in the tourney. He scored double digits in six straight games. Uh, Not a fan of Duke's defense, and uh, I am of the Red Raiders. They've held Montana State to 38% shooting. The Irish just 32% shooting and have held opponents to 62 points or less in five of the last six games. And in those six games, they've averaged giving up just 56 points per game. Like Parley Kidd said, it's all about their defense. Yep. Defense is very, very good. Brian, you have anything to add on yeah, Texas no, I, Tech? I, We're all going down. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit of a fishy line, but I, I, you know, maybe this has to do with Duke hate by us, but, but we haven't been impressed, right, right, over the last few weeks with how they look. They're one and five against the spread in the last six. And yeah, like you said, I mean, Texas Tech is such a great defensive team. And the thing is, they get contributions from everyone, and it's a veteran group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, do. I do think it's going to be like a suit. I'd be surprised if this game is decided by more than like, six or seven points. It just seems like it's going to be a super close game regardless. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's a super co- close game, here's what you have to understand. I I, I don't know. I, I don't think the officiating has been as awful as everybody else is, but if they were ever going to step in mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't like to think they're um, <laughs> underclassmen games True. are fixed, except for the ones that Harry and I ref back in, uh, you know, the early nineties, but um <laughs> I don't know. I I would just hate to see that, right? <laughs> and if there was one game, it was going to be you'd see Adams just screaming his head off on the sideline because Ben Carroll gets a phantom uh, obvious charge call called a block at the mm-hmm. end or something. I I don't even want to think like that. <laughs> I have seventy eight sixty eight. Our Arizona and Houston boy, these games are great. They really are. I love them. the only yep. one I don't love is the Miami. Who does Miami play again? Iowa State. Iowa State. 
Yeah, it's fine. But I think that's the last one anyway to tip off on Friday. But yeah. these Thursday games are uh, super. And uh, the last one to tip is Arizona. And they're a one and a half point favorite. Now, this is a one seat. One and a half point favorite against Houston. 145 and a half is the over under. Arizona 33 yeah. and three. I mean, what a what a great game that was against uh, TCU, Coloco, yeah. and Matherin, and you know Arizona was kind of slo- kind of sloppy in both games, mm-hmm. and they couldn't grab a rebound in the second half of that TCU game. And if that happens, no, it's, Houston it's might right. might bury them. But uh, Coloco was a force offensively. Matherin really saved them. I mean, they seem like just yeah. men who could turn it on whenever they want. He's ten to one for most mm-hmm. outstanding player, Looks which good. is better than the plus six fifty that you'd get for Arizona. Meanwhile, Kelvin Sampson celebrating topless with his team. They looked it's a different <laughs> year, different make for this team. Like uh, they're all well, very, very different look, but they made it to the final four last year. Uh, lost to Bell yep. are still dynamite. They know how to win. They play defense. Taz Moore, 21 points. Jamal Shade added 18 in the last game. I think the difference this game is Kerr Carissa. Now, he was terrible for Arizona, right? right. Mm-hmm. He had like three points in 27 minutes. Yeah. He was one for 10 parlay kid. I, did they bring him back too early? Like maybe, but also he kind of had to get that out of his system. And for him to do yeah. that play so poorly and for them to win is a huge uh, plus for Arizona. You know, Houston, I, I look at their ATS numbers, 24 and 13, pretty great. But ATS, I don't, I don't know if it matters. It's a one and a half point game. I, I'm, I'm just going right. to pick who's better. I'm very excited for this. I think it, and, and it'd probably come down to defense and free throws. <laughs> lots of bigs and lots of shot blocking. 70 to 64. Yeah. I'm taking the Wildcats yeah. and the under. Parley kid, you agree with me. Well, so if this game, let's just say this game was uh, a week ago, mm-hmm. if, like the fir- a first round game. Right. What would the spread have been in this game? Like, I know. It's probably like. I, it, it, I know. It's yeah. like five and a Three half. Three and a half, four. At least. Yeah, yeah or somewhere in there. Right. Right. I'm thinking at least, I mean, what. Just a week ago, we're talking about Arizona being the most complete team in the country, Mm -hmm. correct? And now they're giving one and a half against the Houston team that nobody was talking about a week ago, right? Like, right? So I think this is I think this is a layup here, uh, and and that's what's that's what scares me the most because it seems too easy, uh, right here to go with Arizona. It just seems too easy. I do think Arizona got their wake-up call against TCU. Yeah. I think they were able to win that game and get Creaser back. Uh, Jason Terry talked about this yesterday, um, that he had a very poor game uh, on right. coming back from this ankle injury, and maybe he just needed to work the kinks out. He should be, after this little rest, he should have worked the rust off now. He should be ready to go. Matherin is, is an unstoppable force. Arizona's got really too much height uh, against the Cougars. I mean, they hit the boards well, but Arizona should be able to contain them on the boards. Really should win the battle of the boards here. Right. And they're just the better team. So at this at one and a half, forget about what anybody is against the spread. Just really, let's just take the better team. Yep. And it's all year long, Arizona's been maybe the best. So you, we're riding with them here. Ride or die with them. That's for sure. Brian, you disagree with us. And, you know, I'm looking at it now. I don't know. How, how the hell did this happen that I guess they were the five seeds, but you could still anticipate this game's in San Antonio. Yeah. You yeah, know, I help, helps you. Yeah, it definitely mm. does. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I thought Arizona got screwed. Right. And I mean, kind of in this, this bracket is right. I mean, this is tough. I mean, 
But I, 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 yeah, it's I, tough enough, and then I, they have to like kind of play on the road. I, sort of, I but, know, yeah. and I, but I, right. I mean, I do hear what part of the kids saying. I, I wish this was. Uh, I wish I was getting a few extra points here, and this line is is probably a little bit fishy. But you know, mm-hmm. Houston continue. I mean, they've been they really have been impressive, right? Like if you watched right. the way Memphis played against Gonzaga, right? Now you have mm-hmm. further appreciation for what Houston did, right? In that tournament, they they dominated Memphis in that last game. So you know they're nine and one. I know what you're saying before, but you know they've been great against the spread. They're nine and one in their last ten, and they yeah. these games haven't even really been close. You know they they kind of beat up Illinois, and again Illinois yeah. is another team that you know has some size on them, and it didn't it didn't matter at all. You know, and Arizona just really Arizona. If Arizona plays the way they have played the last two games, they are definitely not winning this game. That's for sure. And you know he. Right. You know, if Houston can defend the bigs pretty well, they'll 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 have success because you know they're going to defend the three well. They they held opponents to twenty nine percent from three. Uh, they've actually held them from less than twenty five percent from three over the last couple of games. So um, I I don't know. I think it's uh, I think I don't know. I just feel like Arizona's g- going to get picked off here. <clears throat> All right, Fabian White. I didn't know that none of us mentioned him. He's the favorite out of Houston to win this uh, most outstanding player forty one mm-hmm. to one another. There's that forty one to one number again. Forty one. Uh, and Kyler Edwards also mm. forty-one to one. Who's so. who's fifty-two? Who's fifty-two to one for a parlay? Oh, kid? you're right. Oh, there's no fifty-two <laughs> for a parlay kid. There's forty-fives, fifties, and fifty-five. Shit. So parlay kid, maybe take yep. Taz Moore, who's fifty, also from Houston, and Jaime Jaquez, fifty-five, <laughs> and that the they average out to fifty-two. So those are your teams, your players, right there. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't like this bet, Harry. I mean, this seems like you're taking a teaser with both teams, so you're trying to middle this. Yeah. And what mm. is this? Arizona <laughs> plus three and a half and Houston plus six and a half. Like this is Listen. this is a bet of someone try to turn this in with us in college <laughs> and we'd we'd laugh at it and laugh at it on our way to eating dozens of wings at the yeah. at Pudgies. I'm not sure. You like this? <laughs> Pat, right? Pat would always draw that. Um um look, uh <laughs> that's look, right. Sal, you said 70-64. I'll take that. Uh I'll take Arizona plus three and a half. Houston plus six and a half. Uh, aside from Matherin and Coloco, I didn't like, again, we just guys just mentioned how they got out-rebounded by a ninth seed in TCU. Those guys had 20 rebounds combined, and they still got out-rebounded. Uh, but again, the number one seed, I think Darren says, uh, Brian says they got to wake up here, basically, or else Houston's going to take them down. Uh, wake-up call, like Parlay Kid says, I think that's the case here. But the Cougars still such a solid team. They have had no issues in the tournament so far. Won both games by double digits. Uh, five straight wins for the Cougars by double digits. 15 of the last 16 of their wins by double digits. I think this is going to be a terrific game. Banking yeah. on it being close. And I'll take 70-64, Sal, and the teaser will hit. Is is <laughs> Is this the worst bet of all time? I think it is. I mean, but the reasoning is great because we hear I mean, about how all these teams are winning by double digits, and he's got plus six and a half. I mean, I mean the the yeah. fact that I mean you have a ten you have a ten point window. The fact that Harry's never done this in football, even right, like right. Who's ever even heard yeah. of good anybody point. doing this in football? Now, good now good point, Brian. Good point. I mean, Harry, you could be <laughs> Houston could be up one with uh, with eight yeah. seconds left, and you you could lose this game. No with kidding. Having I Arizona know. side, <laughs> I I would never win this bet. I know I would never win this bet if I did this. Um, and I think yeah. you're right behind me, Harry. How come Harry doesn't ever say Harry is is very against the Bruce Pearls and. Uh, the Sean Millers, p- coaches that have cheated in the crew, but you never hear them go after Kelvin I don't like Sampson oh, yeah. either. I have before. I have too. Oh, okay. He's ruined a couple of uh, programs as well. You have? <laughs> I tell you what, he is a great coach though. He gets his teams 
always plays so darn hard. It's yeah. ridiculous yeah. how hard he gets his teams to play. He really does. I, he's passionate. He's that's he scares me more than the players on that team scare me. He's the guy that would scare me in this yeah. matchup the most. Well, I think Harry favors him. They're in the shirtless middle-aged man brethren <laughs> club there, so he's got to yeah. kind of stick up. Wrong. That is that is not. Nice. Um, I'm looking here, uh, and this pops on and off of Fandle, but they have a, a nice special here, which I'm curious to see which way you guys would go. You can take the field at minus 185 to win the whole tournament, or you can take Gonzaga in Arizona. I would go field. Field. Probably. I mean, well, I have Villanova to win. I, I like some of these other teams. I like UCLA. What? I think Texas What did you say the odds were there, so the, the field is minus 185. And if you go Zag Zona, you get like plus one sixty, I think. Because now it's really? off, so I can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you go? You take Zag Zona, Polly kid? No, I like. I would say I I roll with the field this year. Yeah, I mean Zona and the Zags could have lost by now. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if they can get their act together uh, that quickly. I would definitely well, roll with the field. If you're gonna, that. if you're gonna, 100%. if you're gonna take Arizona and Gonzaga on that bet, you might as well just bet Arizona to win this game. Right. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like that, one of these that's two. That's a teams, good point. I only think one of these two survived the weekend. And so then if you have the field at minus 185, three against one. Right. That's pretty damn good, right? It's not uh, bad. Yes. Sam. All right, listen. Yep. Let's stop the nonsense. Let's jump on the Riverboat Casino where the captain asked us a question. He's like, Wow, how do we celebrate the Parley Kid's birthday? And then he came up with the answer. He says, In honor of the Parley Kid, let's figure out who is the best athlete with a kid nickname, much like the parlay kid. Now, let me say yeah. he's not on this list. Well, maybe we, maybe we add parlay kid to this, but as it is now, the captain gave us yeah. these choices. The kid, Ted Williams was the kid plus two fifty. Ken Griffey jr. The kid three to one odds. Sid, the kid Crosby six to one odds. Uh, the one, two, three kid from the WWE nine to one odds or the field at plus wow. two fifty. uh, Mm, Parley kid, I'll let you answer first. Boy, this might be the most successful nickname of all time in terms of uh, everyone who's listed. But go ahead, Parley kid. Yeah, I mean, look, the Parley kid. I mean, how many people give themselves their own nickname and right. it uh, <laughs> sticks? It's been stuck. Uh, Bill Simmons coined it as maybe the best uh, nickname in po the podcast <laughs> business, right? It might be. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it certainly but is. That was has before H. Dude came on, came uh, to life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chalk talker first. Chocolate. Right, right, uh, you right. Know, but you know the parlay kid. Uh, it's it's uh, really and so look, I've had two nicknames in my life: Skippy and the yeah. Parlay Kid. <laughs> Skippy lasted at least a good like six, seven, eight years. Right. People who might see me from high school might still call me Skippy. Yeah. Um, not even realizing what my my first name ever really was because that's all I was. It's really you, you got it as uh, the quarterback of our of our high school, and it's not a very intimidating name. If the other um, nickname, <laughs> yeah. if the other teams were to find I mean, to out be about honest, it, you, I, I always I always preferred Skip over Skippy. Skip, yeah, like Skip sounded a little bit more masculine than Skippy. Right. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I got that nickname, and uh, really, I, I was called that throughout high school by almost everybody, right? Yeah. So, um, but so the the kid. <laughs> Uh, this I Sal, but I think it was like 1982. It was the best. You know, we, we used to watch uh, like they'd have these monthly cards at Madison Square Garden, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, oh. and they would have it like Monday nights, correct? And the best wrestling match I could ever recall seeing, at least in my head, professional wrestling match, was I think the debut of both of these two wrestlers. It was Tiger Mask oh. versus the Dynamite 
kid. Oh, yeah. The dynamite kid was a Sal. What an athlete he was, right? Yeah. And that to me always stood out to me. So as soon as I heard the name, the kid, the dynamite kid, I, I kind of based it on like what came to my mind the fir first, and it was the dynamite kid. Yeah. Um, Sid the Kid came across my mind pretty quick, but no way would I give that yeah, you uh, to Cindy Crosby. Over and over and over, Sid uh, the Kid. I booed him all, always. So the Dynamite Kid, great athlete, became part of the uh, British Bulldogs. Am I right with Davey Boy Smith? He did. He oh, passed yeah. away um, a few years ago. He had a, and a, became a great uh, yeah. tag team combination. But his match, if, if people have never seen it, you probably could find it on YouTube uh, against Tiger Mask at MSG, probably around 1982. Somewhere, yeah, that sounds um, about uh, right. Maybe in March, I think it might have could have been in March too, around wow. that, that okay. time. So, yeah, and, it was, uh, it was, yeah. and here's something Dynamite else, Paulie kid, kid. You you know uh, how old the Dynamite Kid was when he died? Fifty two years oh, old. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He was he was <laughs> oh, sixty. Shoot. No, he was sixty. Oh man, he Sorry. eight years, wow. eight years. Yeah, there you go. You got some <laughs> oh, time. Man. All right, all right, uh, all right, brother Bry. I mean, you could say. The Parlay Kid is the greatest athlete. You really should oh, be in no, the Hall, you softball can't say Hall of Fame. Softball Hall of Fame. Nah, yeah, yeah, softball Hall of Fame. John Glenn sure. Hall of Fame, all for of it. Sure. Well, he's, he's, a, right, he's already in the John Glenn Hall of Fame. Softball Hall of Fame for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, Sid the Kid, he can't. I mean, it rhymes. It's a little cheesy, whatever. I was going to say Griffey, too, with the kid. But I, it's funny. I remember him when I, I mean, I was little when he first came out. I, was, I guess I was 10. But I, I remember him more as junior, right, back then than yeah, the yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say, um, yeah. out of this list, right. you forgot a main one, uh, Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So that that nickname, yeah. that nickname to be stuck in, in the fact that it's like it's very different and it doesn't even really, it doesn't kind of make sense. But the, just the fact that he, he, that ended up being Willie Mays' nickname, the Say Hey yeah, Kid, yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's pretty great. Although you, part of the kid yeah. mentioning the wrestlers, I know there's some other wrestlers, right? I don't know if you're going to mention, but like the Tonga. Well, I said the, I the said Tonga, one, two, three Tonga kid, kid the, right? Too. Oh, the Tonga kid. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was supposed nice. to be Snooka's cousin, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. What? So what? Yeah. So there's, yeah, of course. I mean, the Say Hey Kid is so good because it's, it really sounds like a Fat Albert uh, character. <laughs> right, but right. yes, of course, uh, that was a, a big uh, swing and miss uh <laughs> ironically <laughs> off that all right harry who's your favorite kid i also am saying with brian i'm saying the say hey kid 660 yeah. home runs 302 lifetime batting average not forged either like the parlay kid softball batting average in long island i've gotten confirmation oh, from wow. your <laughs> that there was many nights forged from von john daryl finken that those numbers have been fudged by Darren. He's, he's got more phony numbers than uh, Derek Cheater does in terms of hits. But anyways, I'm going to go with uh, the Say Hey Kid. But wow. The Parlay Kid is close. Oh, Harry, I thought you were going to say in terms of women, your daddy wow. tries to. Wow, that's okay. All right. Wow. I love how he throws Finkin under the bus here, Unbelievable. Harry. He throws Finkin under the so bus. so disrespectful yeah. on the Parlay Kid's birthday. I know. Uh, Don't fudge I'm numbers, Parlay Kid. Here. <laughs> 302 lifetime I'm for Willie Mayhem. All right, shut up. Of course, of course, Willie Mays. <laughs> of course, I'm going though. Uh, Kid Carter, Gary Carter, mm. Mets Hall yeah. of Famer, 2003 yeah. Silver Slugger Award five times. Uh, yeah. Maybe his numbers don't stack up to Ted Williams or or Willie Mays, but this guy's my yeah. favorite. Gold Glover three times, Hall of Famer, 2003 11 time All Star, World Series championship. Yeah, heart and soul of the Mets. 
And uh, if you have a problem with this pick, take it up with uh, Jesus Christ. Very, very dear friends with uh, Gary Carter. So yes. there you go. That's yeah. my pick, Bob. Uh, yep. Babyface, what were you going to say about the Parlay Kid here? Oh, I just think it, it it really is appropriate that his name is the Parlay Kid because besides Antonio Cromartie, he has the most actual kids. I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's it's really appropriate. And yeah, we already I don't know think him. he's Five. done. I don't, I don't think he's done. The over under was <laughs> six and a half. I he, hope not. He's only fifty two. He's not done. Oh man, <laughs> he's no. not done. I could see it. I could see it happening. We'll see. He'll probably have another one at Harry's wedding. Who knows? All right, let's take a quick break and let's get these guys. Sharp tanks pick, sharp tank picks, then we'll get the hell out of here. All right, sharp tank. These guys sell me on a pick uh, from Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday night, lots of action. There's hockey. There's basketball. There's pro basketball. Is there NIT? NIT back tonight? Yeah, I got it. Women's basketball. All right, Bryce, uh, start us off. NIT. You got NIT. You have Vanderbilt. I didn't even check who was left there. I think Texas A&M is favored to win this tournament at this point. Yes, they are. But, Harry, did you bet them, Harry? No, I didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. You didn't, t- you didn't touch them. Yeah. Yeah, so I got uh, Vanderbilt at plus two and a half tonight. Uh, you know, they've been phenomenal against the spread. They're 13 and two against the spread in their last 15. They closed, mm-hmm. yep. they closed out the SEC tournament really well. They had nice wins in this the NIT against Belmont and Dayton so far. You know, Xavier looked good. I watched some of that game against Florida. They did look good in that game, but they that was like the first time they've looked good in a month. They're, they, they've struggled in the Big East. They were 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine. Um, didn't yeah. look great against Cleveland State. Uh, they lost to Butler in, that t- in the Big East tournament. So I think, you know, Vandy will have the best score on the floor in Pippen. So I just like the way they've been playing. So give me, I think they're a fun team to kind of root for at this point. So give me the plus two and a half. So where are we in this tournament? We're down at a grade eight. Uh, and well, once you get to the final four, it's back at the garden. Like these are home team, home games for some, these teams. Yes, right. Still. Vanderbilt's at Xavier, yes, right? Yep. Still. Yep. And then one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm looking Vanderbilt's plus eight fifty to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's a, Two and a half. Every everything game is like a two and a half point game. Mm, yeah. I actually bring up BYU is three and a half. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. a toss up, right? It's, Point toss ups all around. It's not going to change once they move it uh, to a neutral location. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going yeah. Vanderbilt uh, plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Harry, what's your uh, what's your sharp tank pick? I'm going to go tonight's hockey game between the Kraken and the Coyotes. Uh, FanDuel has a bet where you can do a parlay. It's a money line total goals parlay. In regulation only, mm. I'm taking the Coyotes to win the game and the game to go over five and a half pays plus 290. Now, Arizona Coyotes actually six and three straight up in their last nine games. And in five of those six victories, they've scored five goals or more themselves. Arizona is two and zero versus the Kraken this year. Mm-hmm. And in those games, seven and nine goals were scored. Uh, Seattle just three and twelve straight up in their last fifteen overall, and have allowed at least three goals in nine of their last ten road games. A total of thirty nine goals there. So give me the Coyotes to get another win here and go three and zero against the crack in the season, and the game to go over five and a half, and it pays plus two ninety. All right, that seems terrible. I don't know what to do. Coyotes <laughs> sounded cracking. good though. That sounded know. really All right, good. I, I was listening. All right, I want to hear the parlay get out. Let's see. 
What do you got, Paul? Like yeah, you know, Bri, getting uh, Bri, where's Pippen uh, fall in the draft? I was very impressed uh, with him. Uh, he's small uh, get, against uh, Dayton the other day. I really was. I think he's a pretty solid yeah, player. Yeah, no, I'm he's guessing, just so small. Does he get? Does he get drafted? Is he going to get sh- drafted, or does he not get drafted? I don't think he will. I think it's just later on. You know, it's later on because he's yeah, okay. what he's six. I think he's only six one. It's funny that he did. He do does that. remind I, me so like, much of a smaller version of his father. Just yeah. like so smooth. Like I thought real, they real, res- like I thought the other style. day they called him six three. I thought. I don't know. I I, I thought Maybe. I don't know. But uh, he was very yeah, he was very I was very impressed with him. Yeah. Uh, although Dayton Dayton would have won that game had they had the home court like they their seed dictated they should have had. But mm-hmm. that's <laughs> neither here nor there. That might be a good thing that they're just done and they get uh They'll be they'll be in the elite eight next year. By the way, um, they're compared uh, so, to Pippen Jr. to uh, Freddie Van Fleet, like just like a yeah yeah. I can see that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Good, good solid all around player. So I'm gonna roll with my Islanders tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if Mikey Meatballs like this. They they're playing the Senators, who uh, they had a little hot streak uh, in February. The Senators, but now over their last eleven, well, not even February, maybe late January into. Uh, early February. They're three and eight in their last 11. The Islanders have played much better hockey as of late. They've gotten great goaltending. And even though I wasn't thrilled about it uh, because they were not sellers at the deadline, Mm -hmm. uh, this Islanders team is a very close knit unit. I think they're super pumped that they are all coming back and they're remaining together, not only for the time being, but into next year. Uh, And I think they play a very spirited game Against the Sens tonight, and I'm going to take them minus one and a half at plus one twenty. All right, I'll tell you what—it's Parlay Kid's birthday, so I'm taking his pick, and I'm putting a hundred dollars on it for him. The Islanders nice. minus one and a half, plus one twenty. And by the way, I think the Islanders—they can't let you down here. They should know. We need to tweet that they're playing for you and your birthday, and this is a big birthday, yeah. fifty-two. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and honestly, if That's they right. let you down, I think you you need to be in search of a different team, much like Rachel Bonetta uh, <laughs> well, with the Browns. Well, I mean, really, uh, they come away with a four three win. They let you down. They give up a, uh, a goal with eight seconds left. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they South five one Islanders tonight. Okay, all right, good. Oh, maybe we'll give uh, a couple and a half here. Well, well how many? Hmm. Um, let's see. Is there an alternate spread? Minus two and a half is two to one. All right, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it simple. I'll put a hundred yeah, on it one, plus yeah. one twenty. Nice, but, uh, nice. I like it. Awesome. Go Islanders. Stay home, Senators. We don't need you. Happy birthday, Parlay Kid. Thank uh, you very happy much. Happy birthday, boys. TPK. Congratulations. Happy birthday, Dad. We will be back. Uh, I'll, have you, an, I'll have an interview. It has not been uh, determined with who yet. I might just be talking to myself tomorrow for the third against all odds. But for the last one of the week, we're going to come back Friday morning. We're going to give you the Friday games. We're going to give you a couple of Saturday games. Uh, join our prop culture pool right there, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Yes, it's a is basically an Oscar pool. Um, go 10 for 10. You probably go 7 for 10 and win the whole damn shebang. And the shebang in this case is a gold cap. Win it, Bri. Come on. Do it. Mm. Do it. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and a Degener Trifecta. I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicap. Na 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 na